Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. Tell your chico pit boomers to 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's, that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Hey, everyone, this is John Rocha from Collider. If you like this show, you are going to love Divorce Sucks with Laura Wasser on Podcast One. Join the divorce lawyer of the stars as she talks to Golden Globe winning actress Kate Hudson. Download Divorce Sucks with Laura Wasser every Monday on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Oh, yes, Galaxy's Edge is... Finally got an opening date, at least here in Anaheim. And Poe is all in on episode nine. And, well, uh, slow news week. We take your questions. It's Collider <laughs> Jedi Council. Uh, I like how you started there with, uh, you know, oh, oh, well. And then you do the finger I point. Like Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Collider <laughs> Jedi Council. I'm Christian Harloff, a.k.a. Darth Harloff Minor, whatever you want to call me today. And this is our Star Wars show. We're going to talk about everything in the world of Star Wars. And we are just counting down. We're about a month away, a little over a month away before Star Wars celebration. A lot of great things happening. A few things just right off the bat to let you know. We will be there. We will be there for sure on Friday, we will be doing the Movie Trivia Schmodown panel. Five competitors going head-to-head-to-head-to-head. To head to head to head to, head, uh, to, to challenge Alex Damon for the Star Wars Championship. You can come and see that on Thursday at the fan stage. I believe it's 2.30 p.m. Double-check that in the program. It's called the Battle of the Masters, the Battle of the Trivia Masters. We will be calling it Schmodown at a later date. But at the celebration, that's what it'll be. And then on Sunday... Collider Jedi Council will be at the podcast stage 2 o'clock to 2.45. Myself and Ken Knapsack will be there, so please come and check us out. But we are going to be talking about so much more than just celebration today. Joining us, Kim Horcher is back. Hello, Kim. How are you? Hey, everybody. Pretty good. Nice to see you. Yeah. Yeah. And Ken, how are you doing? Nice to see you. Nice to see you, yes. Mr. Harloff. Kim, I always enjoy when you're here, and I'm happy to have you back. Let's make this intro as awkward as we possibly can. <laughs> Let's do it. It's a Thursday. It's a I Thursday. like mac and cheese. Do you? I love it. Wood Ranch? 
Uh, Wood Ranch Mac and Cheese. Lauren's Mac good. and Cheese is pretty darn good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Kids love Mac and Cheese. Mm-hmm. So I'm you're a seven-year-old. All right. We are going to be starting off the show like we always do, and we'll be talking about, you guessed it, Star Wars movie news. Everything in the world of the movies that are that we know about is happening. Any rumors, rumblings, any of that? It's a little, like Ken said, a little slow as we gear up to celebration. But, Ken, what's, what's in the news? Well, let's start with Poe. You know Poe Dameron? Poe Dameron. Oscar Isaac. He's cool. He can dance. Have you seen that movie Ex Machina? He does a dance. It's really cool. Um, he, uh, he said this about episode nine. It was, a, it was the most fun it's been. There was just an energy and looseness and excitement to the whole production and knowing that this was the conclusion of not only our time there, but the nine stories, these nine episodes of the Skywalker saga. It's incredible. And I think people are just going to be blown away. I think Cody just hit Adam with a chair. Uh, yeah, he did. Chair shot over there. Mick good. Foley rock 1999 back there. Um, I, look, you got to start off by, by doing the... What, do you, what else is he going to say? What else is he going to say? What else is he going to say? But there's some specific stuff in here that gets me excited. But yeah. Such as? Um, the conclusion of the nine stories. Uh, the phantom J.J. Abrams saying it's all going to tie nine. I don't... You know, that's just been a loose thing. That's never worked. officially been said. We've just run with the idea. It makes sense. But the fact that he's referencing it uh, and the fact that, again, this is Episode 7, they're all starting. 8, they're trying to get it right. 9, this is senior year. Everyone knows what's going yeah, on. They know where Crafty is. They know what's going on. You know, they got their... This is their, the rap. This is the rap. And, uh, and, uh, and that seems like a good tone, what I would want in the final saga. Kim? I think the words blow away are where it starts to diverge from. Of course he said it's a good movie. Uh, it makes me think that there's going to be some... Well, it's not going to be more, like, inconclusive or the story goes on, you know, life moves on. There's going to be more of a definitive climax. Yeah, the the he puts these expectations, but from blown away, like you say, that those expectations should be fulfilled. And it looks like that's um, if if that is putting big expectations when you say that to a fan base. Like, all right, Oscar, let's see. Blow us away here. What are you going to do that's so differently? And I think I might go back to what we talked about last week was the the not so negative fan service. I think there are going to be things that tie in to episode seven. Excuse me. Yeah, tie into episode seven more so than even eight that end this entire saga and the fact that he used the the Skywalker saga yeah there might be a lot more there with the Skywalkers that we hear about it's possible did you hear and this is uh, I'll say we can put up a spoiler warning but really it's not so much and I'm I'm, I'm a big keep spoilers out of my life guy but but Iger had a call today did Um, not hear this yet and that's our story about Galaxy's Edge we're going to add in here but he also they showed the shareholders footage of Nine hmm uh, some of that has come out. So if you don't want, if you're like me and you kind of want to go in as blind as possible. Oh, they talked about what some of the footage was? Yeah. So I um, want to hear it. Do you want to hear it? You can run if, out the door. If I buy one share, do I get to see this footage? Yeah. You can get a, Well, oh, no. See it? I don't know. That's hear a little different. It. You oh. can call in. Uh, there's no there's no details. There's nothing no that you... No details about the footage. Nothing that's like, okay. oh, my gosh, uh, you know, Dexter Jetster's in the movie. Right. Um, uh, a, a certain spaceship. That I won't say because that might give away stuff. Uh, we got to see Lando, Ray with Chewie's bowcaster, everyone in the Falcon, but... You see Land- Lando's in it? Not necessarily Lando, but like oh. the main characters, oh, which we kind of already saw in the photo. didn't see Lando. I see. And, and I think the big one is uh, Kylo looking at the, the mask of Vader again or something to do oh. with Vader. So... We know whether or not Ghost Anakin, all that stuff, that's not what we're talking about. But going back connects to some of the overall arcing themes yeah. in Kylo's life, which excites me. But it uh, leads more credence to this, the final chapter of the Skywalker saga. Right. Well, I mean, like, like we talked about last week, we, we said, like, how much Vader reference will there be? And as we said, I think that J.J. is going to be tying up what he wanted to do because we, we – they just grazed over it in eight with, like you said, Snow kind of mocked him for it. Yeah. Um, but I think this is going to tie into it from, like you said, from some of the stuff that we see in this particular, this, this footage. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be blown away. It'd be nice. It'd be nice to be blown away by episode nine. Kim? Yeah, everybody wants to be blown away by their favorite movie. For, 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 B, for B, I thought you were going to be like, ah, I'm all right. No, I'm all right. I hope it's boring. I was boring. Yeah, I mean, I want to be. It's just, you just, you never, you never know. Um, so we'll see. All right, what's next? Yeah, uh, let's talk about it. Galaxy's Edge. It looks as though I don't have the story in front of me because uh, this was kind of last minute for the way our show's put together and produced. Uh, but May 31st, Anaheim. 
Yeah. Disney Resort, as they now call it. We got Galaxy's Edge in August for uh, out there, the Hollywood Studios in Orlando. So that is uh, a lot faster than I thought. Yeah. I won't get there anytime soon, but faster than I thought. A lot faster than I thought. And one thing I will say is, you know, because I know we, we talked about it, maybe I think it was last week, we were right. like, hey, yeah, we didn't go. There was like a very small pocket that went, and I actually talked to the, the person that we usually right. yeah, yeah. talk to, and they're just like, they, they, they didn't even know. This is such a secret like mission, if you will, the people that went. But because of that little report, this doesn't surprise me as much. Because mm-hmm. if they released that of these people kind of already seeing it, as opposed to saying, okay, well, yeah, they saw it now, and then it'll open up probably by the end of the year. They're ready to get going. Or, uh, like That, to me, that's exciting. I will try to be there. I don't know if, uh, if, if I can get it. Yeah. The answer is probably no. But it's nice to know that it's a possibility. Yeah. I mean, at least it starts the the clock ticking for the two years from now when I'll finally be able right. to get in yeah. and not be trampled to death. Right. Uh, it's, it's still, I mean, to hear the reports of it, to see people are going to be taking footage of it and put it on the internet. So, I, but may, I, may, may, I, I, uh, last weekend went down to Anaheim where my grandparents live literally around the corner pretty much. And I got off, uh, the five for you on Disneyland drive and you see the spires. They're right there. And I'm not going to lie. That little seven year old nerd that's always inside me went like, it's Star Wars as a land. And I'm really excited. I saw some guys on some scaffolding. I just had to pretend that they were, you know, yeah. imperial uh, builders. I, but uh, no lie. It's like, oh, my God, it's right there. I hope, by the way, that yeah. once the park opens, that if they actually have people working on, like, repairs, that oh, they're yeah. dressed in Imperial outfits and stuff. Well, like, sure. like if, yeah. I, I, would, I, I hope so. I don't want to yeah. see, like, Earl working on it. You know, I want to see. Unless it's Earl, it's E apostrophe A R R L. Exactly. Yeah, I got it. Uh, but I want to see, like, any repairs, anybody selling anything. I wanted to all, I don't want to see a single real person uh, wearing, like, a Mickey Mouse shirt or something. What, what, reading a little bit more, last week we, we, took our first dive into it, but reading Jermaine LeSeer's article on io9 a little bit more, um, they are going above and beyond even for Disney. The toys, everything about it, they want you to walk in and think you're in Batu more than any other part of the park, which and already, you know, they Anaheim, you can't fly over Disneyland. They right. control the airwaves because they don't want people to see, oh, it's a helicopter. It's Anaheim PD. They don't want that. So they're really, really going into that with the cast members building their own story, all the stuff we were talking about. Uh, the, the, the kyber crystals yeah. for the lightsabers, which can go into holocrons. Yeah. It's crazy. What were you, you going to say something, Kim? Nope, you got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, listen, it, it's, uh, it's also a good thing because I was curious that they were going to put too much out by the end of the year, right? You would have the theme parks come in. You have the television show. You've got Clone Wars. And then you'd have Episode Nine. By putting the theme park a little earlier, you know, people talking about it, it doesn't mm-hmm. – not necessarily that it's, it's theatrically released and everything, too, but you have a little bit more time. You have more pla- – you, you have a place now to promote your new movie, even more so when people are coming in to the park. Like, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of promotion for Episode Nine. There's other things and additions that they'll probably put in once Episode Nine comes out. Um, yeah. So this is and – and we talked about it earlier on live, is that – the May date for the long time, that's when everyone said, well, Star Wars is, is all about May. Right. And I think that we learned our lesson with Solo that it, it, it shouldn't always be May. Right. But that doesn't say that other things like the Star Wars land, it's cool that they're doing it in May. Yeah. I think it's significant. May is important, but it's one of those things of like, it, it's, it's only a date. It's only a month. It's like, just right. the earliest possible yeah. time for summer. It, it, yes, you, that's you, true, you, too. I mean, there's the business. Of, yeah. yeah. You're, you're thinking like Uncle Bob Iger yeah, there. And that's let's, that's yeah. good. Yeah. But, we we yeah. get people there. Right. But, yeah, and, and it just happens to be May. Right, as far as the right. tradition, like I, I am a, I'm a baseball junkie. I don't step on white lines, eat chicken before every game, right? I'm that guy. But like solo, not only business reasons should have been a Star Wars. Now I think December, December. happened that quick. And uh, as far as movies and everything, that's where we get. But summer, have, pa- fun, summer fun in a park. Give yeah. it to me now. Have I know we've heard that Star Tours isn't going anywhere. Have right. they said anything about the meet and greets with Chewie and Ray? That's a good call. I is mean, that so for those of you those of you not familiar and haven't been before, there's a there's a great um, edition that Kim's talking about, to where you can go and you can do like a meet and greet with Kylo Ren and Darth Vader and um, and who a Chewie. Chewie's great. He hugs you. Yeah, when my daughter. I took my daughter to see it. She that was one of our favorite things. She was trying to choke out Kylo Ren. Um, 
Um, but it was. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. If they're going to move it or not, because well, it's right. And and, the, and what's I, the Jedi training? But and I stuff think too? the Jedi that's that done. Ended. That's done. Uh, so yeah. if, uh, uh, Kim oh, wow. Cannon over at Hyper RPG used to work there. They, they, she, she shut it down. She chronicled wow. it being shut down. Wow. Um, what was the decision? Just because they don't need it? Because I think Star it's. Wars? I think it's a shift. And I think what you're talking about. Well, it just I, feels like a stopgap almost it's, because it is, yeah. Innoventions is just. It's dead. What do we put in there? Captain yeah. America? It's, it's you like know. the Halloween shopping store going in a dead yes. circuit city. It's just put stuff there. Yeah, I think so all that's going to move. I would bet you then that meet and greet probably moves over, too. Is it I, I weird would, to have a meet and greet with Chewie and Ray and Kylo Ren in this immersive world, though? Because yeah, it doesn't seem I, like it fits either. For what they're going for now, from what you're reading, yes. Is Ray, really? So yeah. Ray... Uh, Where's part of the meet and greet? Ray comes out on the weekends. On the weekends. Okay, that, <laughs> Why do I busy. know this? She's all? busy. Yeah, um, yeah because they, they're trying to keep it all a, a moving canon, so to speak. Yeah. Reach cast member is going to be able to kind of create a story within reason. Um, and even the, the toys are sold from the point of the toy keeper, I forget the character's name, is like, I've been around the galaxy and heard these stories. This yes. is this girl we've heard about. This is this I guy Are tickets on about. sale already for this? I, that I don't know. That I don't know. Uh, I'm okay. shocked that you don't know that. I, you know, I really mentally am prepared to not be there until about 2021. Yeah, yeah same. I really, uh, that's no joke. If, if we are fortunate to be asked any event, great. Uh, you know, we are, we are a media outlet, so hopefully that happens, but I'm not. Yeah. On that. to know the guy in charge of parks press relations. The best spot might be, I think we ran out of time, is to go apply for a job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be Earl. I definitely wormed my way into the opening of, or the cult, soft openings Harry for Potter. Harry Potter. It's not going to be possible this time with, yeah. with Star Wars. Never say never. Never said never. We'll see. <laughs> All right. What's next? Uh, what's next is Captain Marvel comes out this weekend. Uh, a lot of us uh, had a chance to uh, review it already. And uh, Brie Larson, who, uh, uh, of course, stars opposite Sam Jackson as Nick Fury in this movie, tweeted out some stuff about Sam Jackson bringing his Mace Windu lightsaber to set on May 4th. She got to hold it and she was excited about it, but, uh, you know, in this wonderful world of rampant speculation and every little click, uh, you know, every little tweet is a news story, the official Star Wars Twitter re-put out her her uh, her quote and tagged her and everything, which Brie responded to. Honored to be an inter- intergalactic hero with you. I think just referencing Captain Marvel. Right. Um, but now the idea of does this mean at all that there, Lucasfilm would be looking at her, da, 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 and it brings up a world of speculation. I think it it just sounds like publicity to me, more Indeed. so than anything like a serious inquiry. Because if they wanted to, they would have already had these talks, right? Yeah. But I think it's, you know, it's endearing to hear that these big stars are fans and want to be part of it and kind of build up this company synergy of everything is great. Join the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that, that's the loaded part of it. Is that yeah, she's in, she's in, she's part of the team now. So, if they're doing like the three movies of Benioff and Weiss, and Benioff and Weiss get a list of all like they they have their they have a bunch of roles of of their characters that they want to fit. Who are some of the names that we should be looking at? Look, the lead character, maybe Brie Larson's name is on that list. Maybe uh, there's there's a lot of people inside of the Disney list that they have good relationships. Her name will probably be on that sure. list. Does that mean she's going to get a role? No. It just means that she'll probably definitely be considered. Maybe there's other stuff now with the tele- with the TV series. It, it's it's possible. Does it mean she has a role in anything? No. Farthest thing from it, to be honest. And and because whatever she's doing now with Avengers, and then whatever she's going to be doing if, if they do a sequel. Mm-hmm. So she might be locked up in this for a long time so we don't we don't know but it's possible it's possible but it's unlikely i, I would say yeah. i agree yeah. yeah it should be great but i mean you know some there's some cross from mendelssohn and everything but he you know he's wrapped up with star wars yeah, it's all right now casting and andor series um it's an interesting idea i think she's i'm shocked she never showed up in rebels yeah yeah well, i was kind of because he shows up in a lot of other yeah. canon material around that time yeah yeah yeah. yeah, I like that. I would have liked to see him in Rebels, but uh, I'm I'm so I'm actually getting more and more excited for Clone Wars, man. Like I mean, not that I wasn't in the first place, but mm-hmm. it's just like well, the way they're going to wrap it up, and I'm so yeah. curious if they're going to take anything from Dark Disciple. I uh, yeah, I don't think yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. All right, that, get, was, that was some great content. Right yeah, there. yeah. Duh. Like, Duh. Get back, back, Duh, I, I backed you into a corner. Duh. All right. Um, it's one of those I just got to be careful what I go. Oh, I don't know. Right. Um, but the next story is about the Clone Wars. What do you got? So a canon, YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, no, oh. no. Well, it's about 
the idea of the movies here. Got it. Follow me here. YouTuber Cinematic Captures, not familiar with them. Um, they grabbed a bunch of the dialogue re-recorded by the Clone Wars voice actors that's appearing in Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. Um, as one of the people still enjoys the game from time to time and play it, they've been re-released Grievous, Dooku, uh, Obi-Wan from the Clone Wars, and then uh, uh, Matt Lanter as yeah. Anakin, right? So, if, especially if you play heroes and villains, there's a lot of dialogue they recorded. And a lot of it comes from Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. A lot of it's fresh and new. A lot right. of it's little surprises. Uh, when characters meet up, they interact in fun ways. Um, so this guy uh, put together all the scenes, or I'm not going to watch it now, but he actually kind of recreated parts of Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith based off the new dialogue. Mm-hmm. Would you? And there's just a general question, because also with the Star Wars Kids Galaxy of Adventure yeah. stuff, which I, I enjoy greatly because it's just fun, silly, rebranding, uh, uh, you know, uh, not rebranding, but a redo of, of things we're familiar with, with the original dialogue. Right. Would you ever want to just see for fun uh, Phantom Menace with these voice actors attack the clones animated in any way? Shape, like a version of the movie, just a version with of it. with their yeah. Because I think George always, would never let it happen. I don't think, but no. But there's always a way if they did it. Yeah. I mean, because I don't know if George will let it. I mean, I don't know if George is allowed to let it. Worry about whether it can happen unless it was part of the original contract. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, but I think that there'd be something interesting to be said about an animated version of Phantom Menace if they play. Because look at what look at what the Darth Plagueis novel did. With versions of, right, of right, the, right, right. Phantom Menace, and if you can add new storylines inside of it, and maybe punch up dialogue a little bit with these voice actors. Yeah, I'd be up for it. Mm-hmm. What if you make an abridged animated version, a la Toe for Grace, but it's yeah. official and legit? Yeah, and we watch that, and you know, get the general beats and none of the fat. Yeah, I agree, and just move and move on, and 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 expand a little bit. I think that you can do that because I think that Rebels and Clone Wars have both proven that you can get some really solid mm-hmm. uh, episodes. It's, it's again episodic television. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's animated or live action. It's episodic television to help build on characters because Anakin is clearly the strongest Anakin is in anything is in the Clone Wars series. He's uh-huh. you got everything, you got everything that you that Obi Wan described in Episode Four. You see that through those six seasons of of the the Clone Wars, you yeah. you see his heart yeah, from absolutely. you see the frustrated kid, but you also see the good friend. You see the great pilot. You see a warrior. You see all of that stuff, and um, and I think that that's what what television allows us to do. A lot of stuff. Padme comes to the other yeah. book. I, I just started taking a like chapter into Queen Shadow by E.K. Johnston. So uh, I love it. The, yeah. It's it's. I mean, literally just the first chapter. Okay. I'm already like, oh, I see this is going to go. It's going to be pretty fascinating. I think Padme, especially. Phantom Menace. I think there's a lot there to dive into what that yeah. character is. Uh, but the Clone Wars does that. George George admits in Revenge of the Sith, he had that plan for the seven battles on seven planets and then just kind of couldn't get to it because his story... He, you know, he plans in pencils, so he went off this way. Uh, to dive back into it, I think of the Phantom Menace novel by Terry Brooks, which has a lot of Anakin, young Anakin's dreams. Now, that's a different, you know, we're talking more about Sacrifice or Revenge of the Sith, these voice actors. But if you go back to Phantom Menace and put in some of his weird prophetic dreams and everything, it, it might be really cool. Yeah. People would enjoy it. Cool. All Maybe. right. Was that everything in the world? That's everything in movie news, nerd. Thank you, sir. Um, now we're going to move on over. No more of the movie news. We're going to head on over to that portion of the show that's called. There we go. Adam. What's the deal with canon? Everybody talking about other things than just the movies, how it ties back to the movies. Ken, what do we got? All right, first story is just kind of a general conversation. Screen Rant had an article this week about the confirmed spinoffs or shows on. Uh, Disney Plus. It's everything we already know. Yeah. Uh, Clone Wars, we know it's coming back. Mandalorian, obviously. And then Cassian Andor, though we know little about it. It will be on the way. Uh, everything else is just rumor, conjecture, inside scoop that might be inside poop. We don't know. Right. So they talked about what they want. Series things that they want. We've talked uh, about that here before. Um, but you are really excited about this platform. And, and, and Iger and everyone, yeah. we keep joking. But that is the legacy Iger wants right yeah. now. Um, and I'm excited, too, for Mandalorian. I'm just in the middle of my Game of Thrones rewatch, right? Just week-to-week storytelling is is fascinating and, 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 and what we like more. Uh, what, what do you, what would you really like as a, as a, as a series outside of Obi-Wan? Well, I mean, any I think, ideas? I think that we talked about it last week. With, I think Darth Bane is probably the best. Bane? Yeah, I just think you can get away from, from telling villains uh, or, get, or gauge interest in a, in a villain episodic more so than you can gauge it from a... Uh, a feature film. I think more people like again. You get the the Walter Whites and the Tony Sopranos, and I think that you can 
to explore. It would be very ballsy to explore a Star Wars villain inside mm-hmm. of it. And you could still, because that way you could still have other lead characters like Jedi because of all the, the stuff that's happening with the, with the Sith and at the time the armies. But that would be interesting. But I also wouldn't mind to see, a, I, I was talked about a Palpatine series. Because yes. the thing that Mandalorian is showing at the moment that we think, because we don't mm-hmm. know yet, they say limited, but right. let's, let's assume that limited means one season and ten episodes. Right, so we're essentially getting a ten-hour movie. That's ten hours to say what we were just talking about not ten minutes ago, and that's uh, to expand on lore, to expand on character, right. to go in depth, to really be invested. It's one of the things that I talked about. For example, is in Captain Marvel, which I just saw, and I liked the movie. But my, my biggest problem with the movie is that. The script didn't allow to develop the characters all the way, and that's hard to do in a two-hour movie, mm-hmm. especially when you're cramming that much in. There's stuff inside of, of that movie, especially, because there's so many characters that there's certain things that happen, and I was like, I, there's a scene that happens. It's a good scene, acted very well, but I was like, I don't feel exactly the way I should because I'm not as invested in these characters as it wasn't set up right with the script. That is what a television series allows you to do is develop those characters and get the emotions more connected. So that's what I think that these shows are going to do. You want an emotional stakes show? I want, emo- I want to have emotional stakes, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I like the idea of just an emotional steak, just a sizzling and it's prime rib. going through steak. all the feelings. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then someone eats it and it's over and yeah. that's life. I like yeah. that. <laughs> do you, like do that. you want to have, you want to have an emotional stakes in, in the show, no? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, de- always. Yeah. I, whenever I say I want something or I like something it's because it's character focused I want to care about people I want to see all of their different um, dimensions flaws foibles that sounds great I definitely want to explore gray area more Mm -hmm. uh, than we have before I think we might be getting that in the Cassian series but I don't know yet you assume so I assume that's a good bet if they don't do it I will be surprised yeah it's a good bet I mean you look at the beginning of Rogue One to what 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 place he's in and he just pretty much he kills he doesn't kill a bad guy just executes a dude his name's Tivik and I'll never forget it yeah he kills Tivik that's how I lost poor Tibbs I'm cool with a non-Jedi focused or non-Force focused Mm show Mm -hmm. see I am too but I still want one or at least yeah, those yeah, three so. movies because we don't yeah. we haven't had one yet. We mm. still haven't had one. We've never had one. We because don't because Luke and and Luke was a character inside of it. And yes, he was he learned to be a Jedi. And by the mm-hmm. third one, sure, maybe that's that's the one that you can say we're really right. focused on. But I mean, I'm talking about a, a movie just based on all the Jedi. All the force, maybe maybe it's uh, maybe it is television. I don't know, but I think I think we're going to get that with Benioff and Weiss, and maybe that's why they can hold off on it. And that's also why I suggest both Plagueis and Bane, because I think with Plagueis, though, excuse me, Palpatine, aka and, and and inside of Plagueis, I think that that series to me, you'd get it all. You get the politics. Mm-hmm. You would get um, you get the manipulation. You get the you get the force. You get the Sith. You get the Jedi. I mean, you get a lot. You'd really get a lot. So, but a young, yeah. young Palpy. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. That that's probably that's probably a a, a big a big reach. Yeah. I think I, I probably, but I, I but that that Plagueis novel is is great. It, it's I'll say this. It's not. It it reminds me of some of of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. Song of Ice and Fire, specifically of the politics, but this return yeah. of of a certain force or magic where the Jedi are there. They're not gone, mm. but the Sith are kind of slowly. This is their time to Maneuver. come back. Yeah. Say White Walkers, the return of magic and dragons in, in Westeros and Essos, and there's something interesting of these two worlds colliding. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a chance to talk to. I told you I talked to James Lucino, uh, author of that book, about it, and I said it, to me it feels like a, a mafia story. He's like, yeah. that's what he wants, and he said he intended it to. So huh. you you've you really feel it in that novel. It would be great. I would love. Th- I wonder what, and I want. This is why I would love to interview some, like some of the creative heads at Lucasfilm and say like, what is there? Is there because I assume there is, but this is not confirmation. What is the hesitation of adapting one of your Legends books? Or shoot, one of your canon books? What's I think it would just confuse people. But who? The, 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 A common, the, non-really invested fan, probably. Well, no, I think that that's, that's the whole point. Is that Why would it confuse anybody? If you, if, you ta- if you adapt a great story like, say, Darth Plagueis, right? And you make it, and you make it a, a, a story, you, you adapt that into... A ten-part series or a 
two hour movie, what's the difference between coming up with an original idea and and I don't know. It could also just be like an ego thing. Yeah, I don't know. If I'm thinking like you know beyond the fiction. Well, I mean, like, like Harry Potter, which you are a tremendous fan yeah, of, right? Yeah, let's do it. Well, the Harry Potter novels, obviously, they're, they're, were way more established novels than, say, like Darth Bane, right? But Darth Bane is three established, really great ideas inside of these three books. Harry Potter were all these books that they had to, and they got the original author to help adapt, and, and they made full-on movies out of them. So right. what I'm saying is they have this library of books with really good stories. Why not take one shot and say, look, we're adapting a series based off the novel by James Lucino, based off the novel by Claudia Gray. The pitfall there is you end up with Fantastic Beasts, and it's terrible. Fantastic Beasts is a different story. Fantastic Beasts was more like a short story that was expanded just into screenplays. It wasn't even a story. Right. It was a book about animals that Hermione has read. Yes, and that's my point exactly, because that there, there wasn't anything as flushed out as, say, mm-hmm. all the Harry Potter novels or, say, uh, Darth Plagueis or whatever, even Dark Disciple. You have these flushed out ideas of really good novels that if you just said... Okay, so then you have an anti-Fantastic Beasts where it makes sense and you just don't ruin the legacy that you've already created. Yeah, I mean... For I, monies. I, yeah, I just, but it's just a matter of, I think this is a lot of stories that you can tell that I think the mass audience doesn't know. The I mass think, audience doesn't know all about... Alright, alright. I'm on your side now. Yeah. On the Screen Run article, they have the, you know, the Rogue Squadron, which I know is very popular for yeah. a lot of people. I think if you just you know, run it through uh, you know, your, your story group folks, which is that their job is not to create the content, the movies and everything. They're there to help in the process, and that ties to this, and this commercial for a breakfast cereal doesn't destroy our canon and all that kind of stuff. Um, that's where it would come real strong play. Like, we want to do Rogue Squadron. Great. Let's take this version from 95, and how do we right. update it to what we established now? I think people would really take to something like yeah. that. The yeah. brands. It's not so much the individual stories or characters. It's fun to bring Thrawn back, Rook back. But, hey, we love, I hear a lot, we love Rogue Squadron. Great. We could, you, could, you could do that. You, well, you know, that's know, a good point, actually. Uh, I only make one a month. A month. Well. Two, every two months. You're, you're one for one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, um... What I kind of miss is that, okay, sometimes things turned out very silly, mm-hmm. like the Star Wars Life Day special. Um, Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, bad. they had more fun with their friend, their yeah. their properties back in the day, and now it seems like the reins are just so tight, and it has to follow, it has to go this pathway of different people approving it, and it's just a little less fun for the wear. Does that make sense? It does. It does from this sense of of even something that I love like Rebels uh, seem like there's a lot of conference rooms involved. Yeah. Uh, where the prequels, one of the reasons I do celebrate them is it's it's George by himself going. I got a pad of paper and my little Skywalker, and there's some kind there's of like, a good and bad with that though. Uh, I think I think a better me. example is a Clone Wars. Clone Wars is a great example of how yeah. it works. Uh, the prequels is a struggle because Rick McCallum's chewing his gum and calling Obi Wan on the phone. Nobody pushed but, back against George in Phantom Menace. 100%. They pushed back against him in Clone Wars a bit. Or at least, at least he had, and he had a full-on team with Floney and all the writers. But, but, to, but to Kim's point is that sometimes the fun and, the, and I, that's why I don't, you know, I, I don't like check boxes of storytelling of we need this. Just like let's all sit down and have something fun. Rogue Squadron. Yeah. Get yeah. up there. Like. Let's play with this little instead play of play with this little. And I know. think that that's what they're doing with Mandalorian. Uh, I think that that's what from from what you hear, whether it's behind the behind the scenes and, and all that type of stuff that, that Favreau and and Filoni are having fun right now. And we'll see if all the directors, whether Price, Dallas Howard, or where, let's see how much fun they're going to have with it mm-hmm. to have Star Wars for again ten episodes. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we'll see what we got. All right. Mm-hmm. What's next? Um, well, speaking of Star Wars Rebels, this past week, March 5th, 2018, was the one-year anniversary. I remember then, just one year ago, when Rebels ended. And also at Star wow. Wars Celebration, there will be kind of a Rebels Remembered panel. Dave, kind of, oh. Dave Filoni had the hashtag Rebels Remembered going on. Uh, so I thought it'd be fun. You know, some of your favorite memories of the Star Wars Rebels series, all four uh, seasons that uh, you want to share. Um, not as much sharing the memories, Ken, but what I will oh, say is okay. this. What I will say is this. Oh, Last right. time he did one of these, yeah. a big announcement came out of it. Remember when they did a big <laughs> yeah. clone? They Cl- did, they clone did, War Saved? Yeah. They did a Clone War Saved yeah, yeah. panel, and then, then we wound up getting the, the announcement. Now, does that necessarily mean that we're going to get uh, something else with Rebels? No, but I don't necessarily think we should. 
Uh, they would, yeah. if they did like a, I think Rebels wrapped up nicely enough yeah. to where we have, we, unless there's some kind of announcement of like a outer regions movie or something. I, you both know I haven't seen Rebels. Yes. Mm. Wasn't there? Mm. I don't know. Um, a child born toward the end. Yes. Jason who could get it, yeah. its own series? Maybe possible. Absolutely well, possible. Okay, I'm reading this. You're sorry. I didn't even think about the Clone Wars connection of that panel. That panel. It was a surprise. It's to a big even, surprise. Uh, uh, he doesn't it's normally just do panels. You know, like some, no, if, no. if they don't connect to things. That you, uh, what, what, if, what if we get the Ahsoka Ezra Sabine movie or something? That's on what I mean. Plus? That's what I mean. Or a short short run series. That that's very possible. The only thing that I'm hesitant about saying that's a strong possibility is because I think he's making a run to go live action here. I think he's making a run as the showrunner on on. Mandalorian. I think he's making a run directing Mandalorian. I think he wants to prove, okay, I'm going to step out of animation. That's why he wasn't as involved in Resistance, right? Right. And I think he's going to say, I'm going to step out a bit, and now I'm going to be a live-action guy for a little bit. He's still the animation guy. But that's not to say that he can't produce a, a movie. But it's a good uh, – yeah, but it's a good point, only that if, if – you know, it's well – Kind of well known for good reason that if Ahsoka's evolved, involved, not evolved, but involved, uh, Dave is hands on. Yes. That's his character he wants. So it would be a very producing yeah. hands on type of experience, but yeah, he could do it. He could be. I mean, now it could very well just be, let's remember Rebels. And they have and and they show be, some great clips. And, and they go, be, yeah, that was great. That was, Bye, yeah, everyone. Yeah, well, because Freddie's going to be there. Freddie's going to be there. Sam's going to be uh-huh. there. Um, I believe Ashley will be there as well, too. Yeah. Ashley Eckstein, by the way. Carwell. Uh, yeah, huge shout-out to her. She, she had sent, um, she, for her universe, they have such great stuff over yeah. there. And she sent my daughter for Christmas a whole bunch of... Uh, a whole bunch of stuff and one this raincoat that she got the award the other day mm-hmm. and it is beautiful check out her stuff if you haven't checked out the her universe um, your daughter cool. willing to sell that or what's the price I'll, she'll chew your hand right off your body if you okay. can go near it it's, like, it's you really you can fit a little girl's raincoat no but I'll try it's amazing stuff it's Just really a cool really Star good. Wars raincoat yeah, I'll, I'll do that Ashley I'll actually do it's good peeps um, <laughs> okay so that's that's good I mean there's gonna be I mean, five days of stuff there's going to be five days of stuff. It's going to really, this yeah. is going to be intense. This will be the most intense one we've ever well, been to. Well, yeah, and not for nothing, but April 14th, you know, a little thing called Game of Thrones season I know. 8 begins. So I know. Intense. That's a, that's a nerd overload going on right it's there. It's going to be intense, my friend. Are you going yet? You don't know if you're going. To, to what? To celebration. I'm definitely, definitely not, not going. going. Definitely okay. not going. Okay. All right. Well, what's next? Uh, well, we got the, the releases coming up. Star Wars Queen Shadow is out. The Padme book, uh, which covers, of course, her transition from queen to senator. And also features uh, a lot with her handmaidens, at least so far from what I've read, uh, which is kind of what the title also kind of infers. Uh, it's interesting stuff going into that era uh, that uh, I, I really do think George built a good world to play in. Uh, mistakes in the movies aside and so it's exciting there new comics out dark visions number one now this is that series that chuck wendig under kind of a different name started to write the the stories about vader from different points of view uh chuck uh, no longer writing those uh but this is that version of it there and this is with that famous uh, infamous i should say darth vader on a sith horse uh and then uh the other two star wars ones and then the uh padme amidala one jody hauser just doing a great job with this age of republic series if you haven't read any of these uh, little one shots cool, check them cool out art. Great i was art. just thinking i yeah. like this art yeah, me too. it's really she cool looks a little bit like leia in the middle one though yeah absolutely well, well, it's leia, oh it is leia that is that is oh no yeah no the first that that's leia in the middle that's that's yeah. the main star wars okay line. good yeah, karen yeah, gillen's yeah. <laughs> good job i got but, it yeah <laughs> you know but yeah i i cannot the age of republic uh, Jody House has been writing them, and Jody wrote the Thrawn adaptation for the Marvel Comics, and yeah, I really it. good stuff. I dig the art very much. So, so that's it for. Well, there you go. That's canon. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to shift on over now, and now it's time to hear from you guys. If you are over on the Twits and you're watching live, hashtag Collider Jedi Council, get your questions in, and we're going to take some live stuff right now. Ken, what do you got? All right, let's start this. Rocky Drago 66 at R Drago 66 with this Friday being International Women's Day. What are some of your favorite moments? in Star Wars revolving around women. It can be from films, TV shows, comic books, hashtag Collider Jedi Council, which is how you can communicate with us live right now. I'll tell you, one of the moments that stands out to me um, is Asajj Ventress 
in in actually the Tartakovsky um, Clone Wars. She made her debut, yeah, yeah. But it was when, but it, it's that fight in the rain with with Anakin, and I believe yeah. that's where we see he gets the he gets the scar, right? Is that yes. where he gets the scar? Uh, she was such she's an underrated character. Very underrated Very character. So, yeah. She is her arc and where she goes from start to finish to where you meet her to eventually when her arc ends. Yeah, it's. Um, I think more people need to talk about her. I remember when we first heard Lupita Nyong'o was going to be in Stars, and everyone thought she was going to be a Saj Ventress. That would have been so cool, though. I know. I know, right. but but um, yeah. Yet again, I, I don't want to make sure that people like. That's why I'm curious. We'll see what Clone Wars is going to do with Asajj Ventress. But I I think that to me, right. she has a lot of great moments. Soka has a lot of great moments. Hera, I think, had a lot of great moments. I go. I, we always talk about Rey and 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 Leia, but I think some sure, of sure. the the characters that don't get enough of love there are like Hera. Hera, Hera was the the lifeblood of that crew. She was the one that kept them. She had, and she had a nice arc herself, like after with Kanan mm-hmm. and after Kanan's arc ends, like what she needs to do and how she has to fire herself up and what she is. It's so, yeah, I would, I would say Asajj and Hera are two that stand out to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about yourself? I got focused on you talking about Ventress and I forgot the question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are some of your favorite uh, Star Wars moments revolving uh, uh, women uh, re- revolving around the f- female characters that can be from films, TV shows, comic books, anything Well, it's like hard that. not to focus on Leia then if it's you say really that. Hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked when she met Rey finally mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. had that instant connection. I didn't like that Chewie got dished a little bit. He did. Uh, but I, that, I yeah. did like that I don't, it felt very sisterly or motherly or both. I couldn't really put my finger on it. Um, I think Mon Mothma deserves more love yeah. mm-hmm. and attention. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. Yeah. She's one of those characters that really um, shines in the novels. Mm. Mon Mothma. She does. Mon Mothma shines. In, I was, like, the one that stands out the most is probably the Leia novel mm-hmm. um, and Bloodline as well, too. But I think more so the Leia novel. But, Ken, which, which moments? Uh, there's, there's obviously Sloan. A, a lot to choose from, but there are obviously I wish there was even more. But uh, Mon Mothma, you know what's interesting? Uh, the, the Rebels monologue, which is kind of her birthing the rebellion, like mm-hmm. saying, hey, it's anyone out there that wants to join us and the ships arrive. It's, very, it's a very powerful moment. The Ventress stuff is great. Her going back home to to Mother Talzin and a lot of credit and our friend Jennifer Landa did a great episode on her show Happy Beeps one time about Katie Lucas George's adopted daughter uh, um, who went into that writer's room at like 18 and saw Asajj Ventress and was like this is a cool character but let's make it more than cool I see myself in this character and that whole all that stuff of her return to the Night Sisters is powerful stuff and and it all is is Katie Katie Lucas's uh, work along along with the Clone Wars team yes but this was her going. Let me put my heart into this character. Well, Dark uh, Disciple is is yeah. is based off a script by her. Yeah, absolutely. That reminds me. I miss Jaina Solo, and I wish she were real. Yeah, you could talk about a lot about the Leia moments. I really one of my underrated moments that's favorite is, is Shmi Skywalker uh, saying goodbye to uh, her son. Yeah, uh, I think there's, it's a, it, there's the, the mothers in Star Wars don't get a lot of do because it's kind of that that old trope of the mothers die and that right. spur that causes the characters to do stuff like I get it it's it's a it's a fantasy trope in a way but like you know that's why like Hera she is a, a figurative and literal mother mm-hmm. now but held that crew together yeah. in, in a way uh, and I'll say this final one before, before I ramble and ramble and ramble uh, Sabine uh, yeah. the picture's gone Sabine in the Darksaber episode where she's struggling struggling and she comes to those revelations yeah. while Kanan's teaching her and he's learning his stuff it's some of the best acting in all Star Wars I'll take your B and I'll raise you a T Satine, yeah. is, Satine is another one Duchess Satine's Satine great Satine is another one who had a great art Bo-Katan yeah other characters great, underrated, uh, so. Bo-Katan too yeah. a lot of okay. stuff alright um, what's next uh, what is uh, next, next yeah, is uh, I was going to go take I had a live question uh, Eva Han says do you think K2SO was mass produced so the answer is yes, yes but, but follower if he has mass produced do you think we could see a different K2 droid voiced by Alan Tudyk in another Star Wars story outside the Cassian series wasn't he reprogrammed though he was reprogrammed so so you could have like a you know a, a normal 
Yeah. P2. Yeah. yeah, he was a you know, security director. I forget the exact designation. Uh, I'd probably lose that point. Yeah. In a, we know he's mass produced because we see him in Rogue One. He is. That's yeah. my point. He is. But to, you know, would you want to see him in an, uh, K2SO Reed. or another version? Right. Alan Tudyk. I think it might make us feel sad. Because yeah. when we sad. hear Alan Tudyk's voice coming out of, you know, what it's saying is very right. it's a different lacking memory in personality. Yeah. And, yeah, it just shows us the ghost of our old friend. Yeah, it was, yeah, because it's a different memory core for sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right, what's next? Uh, we got uh, oh gosh, oh gosh, a lot of them coming in. Um, a lot of them are the same questions just asked. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Uh, any chance? Uh, this is a question about programming. Sorry, I uh, didn't have a lot of. Pre- <laughs> I, did, I did not have a lot of pre-selected. Do we do, oh, uh, have a lot of questions. Uh, uh, Church of J, but Church of JJ tweets in. Will there be an announcement regarding the Dan and Dave trilogy or the Ryan Johnson trilogy at celebration this year? We, we get this a lot, but we're, we're more and more. Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. That's I think our, it's early, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that's the question. I think because because there's no definitive answer whether it's early or not because. There hasn't been anyone to say there's not a movie coming out next year, mm-hmm. right? We heavy betting would probably lead you to believe that there isn't, mm-hmm. but uh, I think that right now they're going to be focused on Game of Thrones. They're debuting their show that weekend. They have a full series. Oh yeah, there's no way then. There's no way that they're going to be there. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a hundred percent no that someone else couldn't say this is what we have going. I can give you the title or I can give you the premise of what this is going to be or a little bit more breakdown. It's possible. I just think that the probability is. Way Way less than I once thought it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, no, I don't think so. Can you? You had enough time to find another one, or are you, um, what, no pre-selected? What's wrong? What's, not, what's not, wrong not, not we uh, well, I, I accidentally asked this question uh, already. So um, let's ask this one, Jason Presty. Jason Presty. Mm-hmm. What do you think of all the rumors that episode nine about Kylo finding Palpatine's secret base or something with Palpatine Legion to search for something unknown regions, possibly planet or base? How would you feel about that? So you always talk about Palpatine being back in some way. Uh, I don't know. So that's how it ties is, in. Yeah. Then you're yeah. okay with that. Well, let's again. It's. I think. Do we not, have room for that? I don't that know. sounds major. Well, it just depends. Kim and I. You, we talked about this last week that we just said it. Just it's all about execution. It's all mm-hmm. about execution, and it's like we could. There's there's a version of it to where we're sitting down watching and going, "That's clever the way they tied it." There's another version of that to where we go, Ooh, that's "Why did you shoehorn that in?" Sloppy and lazy, yeah. yeah. Um, but if that that storyline sounds cool, and it sounds like kind of what I've been thinking is that some way or another they're gonna they're gonna tie Palpatine into all this. But you know, I get yelled at every day for thinking Palpatine's coming back. So what do I know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're going to yell that every day. Oh, every if you day. said Palpatine's no not what. coming back. So, yeah. um, <laughs> I, 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 I'd love to see the fan fiction going on at Harloff's head. Skip. Okay. Uh, that's that's, that's, that's what, a mildly offensive voice. That's what someone, that's what, that's what someone said. That's a, <laughs> it was a voice message they yeah. sent, Kim. Uh-huh. Uh, so now I'm the jerk. Yeah, I, I'll do, the, I'll do, the, I'll do that, that troll voice all day long. I, I have no problem doing it. Um, I'm fascinated with the the observatories that Palpatine had around the galaxy. Fascinated with them. I love them. It, it's it's uh, it's it's Palpatine uh, obsessed with the occult and cool Tarkin. Everyone, we got the galaxy running. Yeah. I got to go figure out more and get more power. So if uh, Kylo stumbles onto a, a, a observation uh, observatory type thing and holocrons are in there or yeah. Darth Vader's cape, whatever, I don't care. Palpatine's cane. That's All cool. Right. That's It'd be cool. cool to get a flashback scene, uh, even if it's some kind of a Vader, Kylo type of, I don't know, vision or whatever it might be. But the only thing is, again, I say it, I think that in the future, I know this is people, some people get touchy when you bring this up. If you've you got to assume that all the stuff that they're going to do with Star Wars in general, whether it be video games or whatever, that Vader's going to pop in sooner or later. Mm-hmm. I think they need to find a new Vader voice for a younger Vader. It's just because James Earl Jones just you in Rogue One you could hear the eighty year old man in there, and I want I want in there, and I've seen I've seen impersonators that yeah. do 
spot on. So you want the yeah. way he sounded in the 1970s, or more just a smart, different, like, seven, like yeah, just or, or just a little bit more consistent to that era. Mm. Um, I think that to me that just it's you can just tell him. You could tell in Rebels, and you can tell in Rogue One that it was cool to hear him back. Don't don't get me wrong, but it yeah. just you could just noticeably tell that it just wasn't. He's older. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. Absolutely, yeah. I, I wouldn't be. I, I, it, it was. It's cool. Like yeah. as long as he's still around. Like that. Yeah, hey, come on, do it. You know. Um, that sounded really flippant. Huh? Do long the as he's voice. Still around, do it. Um, <laughs> Dance for us. I love James Earl Jones. Yeah. I mean, I love. Uh, you know, Field of Dreams. My God. He'll work for Simba. Simba will work beautifully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mufasa. That's what I meant. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, that one. Um, Thank you. The dad. He's the sheep. You don't know you're playing King Cannon. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, don't know. worry, everyone. I know Lion King. You know, you're here for the Lion King. I'd love to see the fan fiction going on in all this head about Lion King. They all have lightsabers, <laughs> and they eat the pigs in the, in the, in the village. That's it. They eat Pumbaa. I can't. I could never get into that because lion they're, holding up, they're holding oh. up the kid lion, and everyone's yeah. bound. He would eat every one of you. Yeah. Give him the chance. He'd kill all Well, of they you. say it. They say it in the movie. I've never seen it. Oh, you should. You've never seen never The seen Lion, Lion King? King because yeah. I, it was in high school and it came out. I was like, yeah. they're all it's, praising the, the Lion King. Well, because well, uh, Mufasa brings it up. It's like it's 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 uh, it's part of the like food chain. we yeah. become grass and the yeah. wildebeest eat the Sacrifice. grass. It's a nice way of saying we're murderers. It's like this. Well, it's yeah. the food chain, really. <laughs> <laughs> the circle right. of life is the food chain. I'm hungry for a steak and mac and cheese after today's episode. That's true. Let's go eat a zebra. Anyways, it is... This is the best episode ever. What's next? Uh, I'll be honest with you. I'm not getting great questions. No. I'm getting a lot of people asking us to be in fan fiction videos and stuff. Oh. And, uh, no, I can't do it. Sorry. Um, okay. Well, nice well, offer. Thank all right. You. Well, good job, Roka. Let's yell at Roka after we get uh, off. The, it wasn't so, Roka's fault. It wasn't Roka's fault? What happened? Uh, I don't know. He's blaming the audience. I'm not even blaming the audience. <laughs> I'm blaming because it's a slow news week. It is slow news week. So we can only well, answer what enjoy, kind of TV Enjoy the we slow want. news week while we yep. got it because we're going to be inundated with Star Wars news coming up very, very yes. soon here. But all right, we'll call it a day. Jedi Council wrapping it up. I'd like to thank our guest, Kim Horcher. Kim, thank you for joining us. And they can find you at Kim Scorcher. On Twitter, Kim Scorcher. On Instagram, Kim Horcher. On Facebook, I don't care. No. I don't even update it anymore. (laughs) Seems to be the stance for most people these days. Ken Knapsack. You See can, you later. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you can find me at Cat Knapsack. Uh, that includes Knapsack Files podcast, my pa- Patreon page, Casterly Talk, my Game of Thrones show, up and running because, uh, you know, we, we still got time to talk about that. Now, once again, I mentioned April 13th. We will be at Star Wars Celebration, but on Saturday night, we're doing the Schmodown. We've already sold over 700 tickets. There really aren't that many left, but if you want to come and try to check that out, please go to the Schmodownlive.com to get it. You can also come to the Free For All Downtown LA Market. March 23rd, 40 competitors, 2 p.m. PST, all going head-to-head-to-head to see who is going to be the last person standing and get a shot of any title they're choosing. So uh, please come on to that. If you type in the code 50FANS, capital F-A-N-S, you guys can get 20% off, but you got to do it pretty soon. Um, that's it. Make sure you subscribe to every show that we have here on Collider, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, especially Collider Jedi Council. Leave some comments, click some likes, do all of it. And we will see you next week. May the force be with you. Always. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.